welcome, my friend, to another episode. Hey, before we get started, I want you to picture this, your best caregiver self. What would it look like? Imagine living your caregiver journey with vitality and joy. It might seem like a distant dream right now, but you know what? It is entirely within your reach. When you craft a personalized path focused on quality care and your well-being, the impossible becomes possible. That's what the Empowerful Caregiver School is all about. You'll receive daily video lessons, a robust journaling workbook packed with practical strategies and reflective questions guiding you towards growth and empowerment as a caregiver. Plus, you'll be part of a supportive community in our private Facebook group and join us for bi-weekly group coaching sessions. Let's rewrite your caregiver story together. Join Empowerful Caregiver School today and start thriving. Click on the link in the show notes or go right out to my website at kathylvan.com forward slash empowerful to learn. Okay, let's jump into today's lesson. Welcome to episode 25. Today's episode is about pruning your caregiver challenges and overwhelm. Well, this week started my spring gardening preparation. I live in Wisconsin, and for those of you not in the United States, that's in the northern part of the country. Right now, the evenings are in the 20s and 30s, and the daytimes are anywhere between 40, 50, or 60 degrees, which means that I can't clean out the leaves and the debris on the ground yet because the butterflies and caterpillars and bees and any other insects are using that to stay warm, and so I want to have lots of butterflies and and bees, but What I can do and what I have been doing is doing the pruning of the trees and the bushes. My husband rolls his eyes every every season and he goes along with my gardening passions, but I know when I go ahead and ask him to help, it's not his favorite thing to do. If it was up to him, we would just leave it. But I want the plants and trees to be beautiful and show their potential and grow and blossom because it brings me so much joy. So what does this all have to do with caregiving? I promise we'll get to it in just a minute. But let me define what pruning means. Pruning means that it removes dead and dying branches and stubs, allowing room for new growth and protecting your property and passerbys from damage. It also deters pests and animals and promotes the plant's natural shape and healthy growth or healthy growth. It's really, if you think about it, it also is a reminder that we can do our own personal pruning too. And as a caregiver, I want to use this topic today to talk about it. Can you prune back those dead branches or dying branches? What are those for you? Is it worry? Can you find a way to cut back that branch? Yeah, that branch of worry. Is it negativity? And distancing yourself from negativity. Maybe it's the news. Maybe it's social media. Maybe it's people in your life that you need to go ahead and reduce your time with. 
Is it anger or resentment that consumes your mind? Pruning allows you for new growth. When you release those bad habits, you release those bad thoughts, and really accept your new reality, you will allow for those buds and blossoms and new growth. Let me ask you this. How are you allowing for new growth? It starts with mindset. Maybe, here's a few tips. Maybe you journal gratitude. Maybe journaling five things you're grateful for every day. I know I do that, and it gets me into that positive mindset every day. Maybe it's affirmation for your new growth. Those words you tell yourself each and every time. I've posted things on my mirror each and every day so that when I look in the mirror, I look at that positive affirmation. Maybe it's setting your phone's timer and repeating that affirmation. Maybe it's, I am enough. I am worthy. Whatever is for you. Maybe it's coaching, speaking with someone to look at your situation and improve your growth. Maybe it's meditating or just sitting quietly, and that will help you shift your mindset. Pruning protects your property. That's what the definition says as well. Well, think about yourself. When you pivot your mindset, when you set healthy boundaries, and you think like a manager in your new normal, you are starting to take care of yourself. You can't expect this beautiful, beautiful crab tree to blossom every spring into this beautiful tree if you don't take care of it. And that's what I tell Dennis all the time. So you have to trim back those dead branches and cut them off. You have to go ahead and fertilize them, fertilize that crab tree throughout the year, and you have to water it. Same goes for you. Now, close your eyes, unless you're driving. I want you to close your eyes a minute if you can and envision your best self, not past best self, I want you to think about, envision what your self, best self would be going forward. What does she look like? Is she standing up proud? Is she dressed nicely? Is she taking the time to go ahead and put earrings on or jewelry on or makeup on? Is she smiling? Is she walking with a little spring in her step? What does she sound like? What do you sound like as your best self? Are you sounding happy? Are you whistling to music? Are you laughing? You know what your voice sound like sounds like when you are are really your best self. What do you feel like as your best self? Are you happy inside? Are you grateful? Are you looking at things a different way? What is your pruning plan for you to be your best self? Maybe it is daily meditation or yoga. And connecting with yourself and saying, you know what, I'm going to cherish these 30 minutes every morning. Maybe it's moving your body 30 minutes a day. Because you know what, 30 minutes improves your mood. Mood. It gets your metabolism going. It lifts your spirit. And think about it if you could go for a walk in the sunshine outside, thinking about that, or if it's biking, whatever your movement is, but moving your body. Now, what about drinking and staying hydrated? And I'm talking about water, drinking your water. You should be drinking half your weight in water every day. It hydrates your system. It keeps your organs healthy. It actually gives you energy 
It reduces your fatigue. Your body needs water. What about fueling your body with healthy foods? And I want you to really think about this. You are in a situation right now where you have to be the best that you can be because your plate is so full. So how are you fueling your body? Are you eating the healthy foods? Think of it as, I think of it as like, the airplane and you're taking a, a airplane trip and you're going to going on vacation. Well, you want that airplane to be the best it can be. They fuel it with the best fuel. They go ahead and service it. And if they went ahead and saying, you know what, we're just going to let it be and it'll get there. We know it will. It just may not run the best. Well, that's your body. You don't want that to be your body. You want to fuel it the best way possible. And I'm not saying that you can't have your sweets and stuff, but are you eating healthy foods? Are you eating your three meals a day? Are you eating healthy snacks? Are you focusing on having your protein and your greens and all of that good stuff? I'm not a dietitian, but I know how I feel when I go ahead and eat well. Another one to prune your plan or think of your pruning plan is finding joy, finding what makes you feel joyful. What is that? Is it laughter? Is it having fun? I mean, you can be a caregiver and still enjoy your life. And so what does that mean? Maybe it's you putting on music and when your um, loved one is resting or when your loved one is having their doctor's appointment or physical therapy, you have your earbuds in and you're listening to music. Or what are you doing to laugh every day? I mean, there are so many things that are frustrating in your day, but then where can you find laughter every day? Maybe it's a hobby. There is no reason you can't start a hobby while you're caregiving. Maybe there's something you love to do. When my mom and I, last year at this time, when we're, the date we're taping it right now, the date I'm taping it right now is up almost a, a little over a year from when we were shut down from the pandemic in the United States. And I remember last year at this time saying to my mom, we have to figure out a different thing to do on Sundays because we spend Sundays together. We couldn't go out for dinner. We couldn't go shopping. You know, we were limited to what we could do. And And so we started thinking about bringing in things to do. And so we started painting pottery. We started um, doing little little activities to go ahead and help us and still enjoy the day, but it was still fun to do a hobby. Maybe it's chatting with a friend and making time each week to say, you know what, I'm going to spend 30 minutes once a week with my dear friend and we're going to chat or we're going to Zoom together or she's going to come over and we're going to sit on the, the patio deck and we're going to just chat and have a cup of coffee. You need to think about how you can create your own pruning plan. Now note here, the tree can't prune itself. But with a little help, it will start to become healthier and soon will blossom. And I go through that little routine with Dennis. I'm like, you just can't leave that beautiful blossoming tree and expect it to blossom every year. You have to take care of it. So as a coach, and if you came to me, I would ask you, 
what needs pruning, what needs pruning, then we would break down each one. If you were lonely, let's say you came to me and you said, I I feel lonely and isolated. We would look at ways to improve that. We would come up, I would ask you to come up with a list of things that would help improve your loneliness. Loneliness. Maybe it's chatting with a friend. Maybe it's joining a community online, or maybe it's finding a group that you can go to. Maybe it's planning a date night with your spouse or with your girlfriend or with somebody outside of your caregiving circle so that you can get out. If you were feeling stretched, stretched for time maybe, we need to look at the situation and figure out how to get more help. What can you do? Or look at all the things on your plate and ask yourself, do you really need to do all of this? And where are there opportunities that we could bring in help or we could reduce that stretched feeling? If you said, I am just totally exhausted, fatigued, just can't do anything anymore, we need to really figure out what the root cause is of your exhaustion. And then we can start working on ways to improve it. And sometimes it's as simple as, okay, you need to go ahead and figure out you need one day off a week or you need to go ahead and look at your sleeping patterns or you're not moving your body enough, but we need to figure out what the root cause is. If you want to check out my coaching, go to kathylvan.com forward slash coaching. What I do is I offer a free 30-minute session where we spend time just really getting to understand your caregiving world and we assess it. Then you can decide if future coaching sessions are right for you, if I'm a good fit for you, or if we need to go in a different route. And so I encourage you to take advantage of the free session if that's something that you want a little bit of help on. That could be one way you prune your tree this season. As a caregiver, you and I think we have to take it all on, don't we? Think about what you do. Let me just tell you just in a nutshell, kind of just a few things that if you asked me what I, w- what I do, I would say I'm a caregiver. I work a full-time job as a consultant in a Fortune 100 company. I'm a business owner. I'm a mom. I'm a daughter. I'm a wife. I'm a grandma. I talk about my household stuff. You get the picture. Women especially feel like they have to do it all. And that's not true. And that's just, I think that's always what we put into our head. And as a caregiver, you should be, I almost wish it says care manager in a way. You're a caregiver, but you're also a care manager and you can take control of your journey. You can't leave caregiving, but you can find joy in your journey. You can control your situation. You can think like a manager and you can figure this out. So I want to leave you with a quote today from Florence Littor. I think it's L-I-T-T-A-U-R, Littor. I think that's how you pronounce it. She says, the purpose of pruning is to improve the quality of the roses, not to hurt the bush. That is so powerful. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I know it was shorter than normal, but I think the impacts really, truly do hit home for me, and I hope they hit home for you. So until we meet again, bye for now.